Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's Little Gear Podcast. Not too long. Oh well, I had a uh, had a fun morning this morning. You know, uh, I'm off today because my university is like some like cosmic festival or something. I don't know. I don't know if they're they're dressing up like the constellations. You know, and black holes and quasars. You know, like ah, oh, it's where the where the cosmos. Uh, uh, you know. Anyway, so today's my day. Today's a day off. You know, and uh, but of course. Uh, in, in pl- I would rather work today, but in place of this day off, I have to work a Saturday. I have to work uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th. That's the replacement day for today's a day off. It's like, hey, man, nobody cares about your university's cosmic festival, okay? You know what pretty much every single teacher that works at your, at your university cares about? Christmas Eve, Saturday, Christmas Eve, you know, kind of want that day off, you know, especially because it's a Saturday, also Christmas Eve, you know? I don't know, maybe think about all your teachers, Every single one of them that, uh, you know, is not Asian. I guess this university, they do have um, some other, you know, they, they try to they try to have a, a diverse group of English teachers, you know, so it's not just all white people, okay? We got English speakers from a bunch of other countries, you know? Anyway, uh, so uh, today's off. Today's my day off, you know, so uh, this morning, you know, I, uh, after I wake up, I try to go get some sunlight, you know? That's what, uh, that's what uh, Dr. Huberman told me to do. It's like when you wake up, gotta get some sunlight so you can wake up. Don't be a fat, lazy fuck, all right? Your brain wants some goddamn sunlight in your eyes. Yeah, so I've been doing that. It really does. It really does wake you up, you know. Spend five, ten minutes out there in the, in the sunlight, and your that that morning grogginess just kind of goes away. So I've been doing that a lot recently. You know, just going going straight outside right after I wake up, get that sunlight in my eyes. Get that sunlight in my. You guys hear about the the people sunbathing their taint? You know, it's supposed to uh, give you some magical powers. Magical farting powers if you sunbathe your taint, you know, or your balls or something like that. But I don't want to get arrested, so I'm not going to be doing that, you know. Anyway, uh, so I go, I go outside with Zoro, you know, because Zoro's in the cage. It's like, okay, Zoro, let's go outside. Let's go run around in our little yard there, you know. So Zoro's going outside, and he's like, he's like, starts attacking the grass. He starts biting the grass and eating the grass. I'm like, all right, Zoro, don't do that, you know. And then he starts, like, eating the dirt. I'm like, all right, Zoro, stop eating the dirt, you know. He's like get eating rocks. He's got a bunch of rocks in his mouth. All right, I'm like, all right, so you're a goddamn idiot. Why are you eating rocks? You know. So anyway, uh, then a couple hours later, he uh, he pukes. You know, he's like he's like, oh, I don't feel so good. You know, and he pukes up the rocks that he ate. I'm like, all right, well, so this is the third time you've puked from eating rocks. So maybe it's time to learn that you shouldn't be eating rocks. You big dumb dumb. You know. Anyway, uh, pugs are stupid. I guess you know. And with my lady friend, we were kind of debating, like, which which dog to get. You know, we were, we were looking at this, like, uh, it's like terrier mix, you know. And, uh, but that one, like, it was kind of a pain in the ass to get. It was like, they wanted us to take allergy tests and stuff, like these $500 allergy tests, you know. And then, uh, of course, Zoro, they didn't care. They're just like, oh, we want to get rid of them. I'm like, okay, we'll take that one, you know. So uh, we ended up getting Zoro, but uh, I kind of feel like we should have gotten a smarter dog, you know. Like maybe, uh, like, a, like, a, like a poodle, a poodle mix. You know, poodles are pretty smart, you know. Uh, anyway, Zoro's dumb, he likes to eat rocks and then puke, you know. So that's my morning, that's what I've been doing today, you know, just hanging out, you know. I was watching the Chargers game, Chargers 49ers there. You know, it was, uh, it was interesting about that, the, uh, you know, the Herb- Herbert, the quarterback there, he does a little run there, and then he gets hit. Then there's some helmet-to-helmet contact, right? And uh, it was, it was clearly not intentional. Like, the guy, the guy going to tackle him, he just does, like, a regular tackle, but, like, a half second before that, Herbert gets hit by someone else, and so the angle of his head, like, makes their helmets knock into each other. It was a t- total accident. Like, not intentional at all. But the, the 49ers guy, he gets, he gets kicked out of the game. They give him an unnecessary roughness, and then they, he's kicked out of the game. Forever. It's like, later, bro. You can't play anymore. 
oh, you accidentally hit, you know, and then, and then they make Herbert, they make Herbert get out too. Cause like, he's got helmet to helmet contacts. Like, oh, you got, you might've gotten a concussion. Gotta have the doctor check you out. You're out of the game. Or he wasn't out of the game, but like, it was like pending medical review. I don't know how long that's supposed to take. I mean, this was like right before the half. So it's like, uh, I guess maybe he got, he got cleared in the half, in the halftime. But like, if, if there was no halftime, like how long, how long would it take them to clear him? I don't know. I don't know, like, how long was he supposed to be out of the game? So, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're getting super serious here. They're getting super serious here about uh, the rules there, you know, which is, uh, I think, I think it's a good thing. You know, it's probably a good thing for the players. Good thing for their health, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that guy, that 49ers guy probably shouldn't have gotten kicked out for, like, accidental. It was totally accidental. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Yeah, but anyway, that was a, that was an interesting thing that they're, they're changing the rules there. And, uh, yeah, and of course, the, the backup quarterback for the Chargers, he comes in. This guy, he throws like three passes that are way over the head of the receivers. <laughs> this guy is the fucking worst. He's the worst quarterback. This is their backup. It's like, holy shit, dude. I mean, where's that? Where's my Matt Castle backup? That was the guy who backed up for Tom Brady, right? Remember that one year Tom Brady got injured and then Matt Castle led him to the playoffs? You know? That's what the that's what the Chargers need. God, their their backup quarterback's fucking terrible. Holy shit, dude. Couldn't believe how how bad that guy's passes were. So anyway, hopefully Herbert doesn't get injured because if they do, the Chargers are fucked. You know. Anyway, they ended up losing the game. They ended up losing the game because uh, their defense sucks and their offense kind of sucks too. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of hype coming coming into the season here, but uh, I guess uh, their their defensive stars got injured. So uh, maybe next year, maybe next year. You know. Anyway, let's go to the UFC. Let's go to the UFC. That's the that's the title of this episode. You know, if you guys made it this far, five minutes in, you're like, oh my god, when's this guy gonna start talking about the UFC? That's why. That's the title of this episode. That's why I tuned in. That's all I care about is the UFC. He's been talking about his dog puking for five minutes. God, I'm gonna turn this thing off. I'm never telling my friends about the. You know, it's only okay. I'm gonna talk about the UFC. We'll st- let's just start at the bottom. Start at the bottom. Early, pr- not even the early, pr- early prelims. Oh yeah, early prelims. You know, we had uh, Carolina, Carolina, Kowal. Six versus Savannah Gomez Juarez, and of course, uh, knowing nothing at all about these two women, I put five bucks on Carolina because uh, Savannah Juarez Gomez Perez Martinez. Uh, well, she had like double D breast implants, right? And of course, those are those are each got to be like one or two pounds, right? So that's like three or four pounds. That's like three or four pounds of muscle mass she's given away to her opponent there. So based on nothing that based on nothing other than the the double D breast implant she has i uh, i bet on the other girl to win and uh the other girl won i didn't even watch that fight though early prelims are boring you know anyway so uh then let's go to the regular prelims the re- these ones had some good fights of course uh there was aaron blanchfield versus molly mccann and of course molly mccann he, she's friends with uh patty Pimplebutt, the guy that's got a mop on his head you know so she, she's got some hype behind her you know and uh just because she was plus 300 i put five bucks on her and i'm like oh why not you know she's got hype she's uh She's friend with Patty Pimplebutt, you know, maybe she can pull off, pull off a miracle here, but holy shit, man, I haven't watched this girl, Aaron Blanchfield, holy shit, dude, she just beat the shit, it wasn't even close, man, that was a beatdown, like, plus 300, that was, a that was, a that was giving her too much, should have been, like, plus a thousand, this Aaron, Aaron Blanchfield chick, holy, holy guacamole, this chick's good, man, she just totally dominated, it wasn't even close, dude, she just destroyed Molly McCann. She like you got her in this like crucifix and just like elbow <laughs> elbowing her head, oh man, and like she didn't she didn't submit or tap out and the ref didn't stop it so she's like okay well I'm sick of elbowing you in the head I think I'll just do uh put you in a get you a little arm bar there yeah she put on like this uh what is it called like a kimura you know where you like got the arm behind the back 
That looked fucking painful. Holy guacamole! This girl, Erin Blanchfield, she looks she looks like a hot commodity, man. I think I got to watch this chick. She's only like twenty three or twenty six or something. She's still young too. You know that's that's what's uh that's what's uh, exciting about this girl. She's so good and so young. Maybe uh I'm gonna gotta, gotta keep watching this girl, Erin Blanchfield. Then of course we had Dominic Reyes versus Ryan Spann, and uh, of course I I uh, bet on Dominic Reyes because uh, Ryan Ryan Spann sucks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, of course, I said in the last podcast, I was uh, I was a little worried about Dominic Reyes, you know, because he got knocked out in those last two fights, and, uh, you know, that kind of slows you down and also makes you uh, get knocked out more easily, you know, so I kind of wondered, like, uh, what, I mean, he's uh, he probably is the better fighter, but um, yeah, I was worried about his chin, and uh, while I was right about that, uh, my worries my worries should have uh, allowed me to, to bet on Ryan Spann, because holy guacamole, Dominic Reyes, he gets... I mean, he looked—he looked awful. He looked so—he looked super slow. Like he looked super slow, and just his strategy was stupid. Like he just kept throwing these kicks, and when he threw every time he threw a kick, he would get jabbed. And it's like he would just throw another kick. It's like, hey man, hey man, you just been jabbed four times in a row. Every time you throw a kick, maybe not—maybe don't throw a kick. You know, maybe don't do that same kick. I don't know what your plan was, but uh, stop doing that. You know, so anyway, he get—he uh, got knocked out with a jab from Ryan Span, which uh, I don't think—I uh, can't remember though. I mean, like the last time. I can remember something like that happening. It's like Kamaru Usman versus uh, versus the versus uh, what's his name, the Brazilian guy. He he knocked him down with a jab, but he didn't knock him out. But uh, Dominic Reyes he got knocked out with a jab, which uh, pretty much almost never happens. But of course Ryan Span. Now Ryan Span he's not that good. But uh, you know he, during his interview with Joe Rogan there he's like yeah I actually trained for this fight and Joe Rogan's like what you don't train he's like no, no not really. I'm a professional fighter but I don't train at all. This is the first time I trained. And Joe's like, oh, okay, well, hopefully you'll keep training. And, uh, yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, uh, what can this guy do? If, I mean, if he's serious, if he seriously never trained before, you know, and, like, he just started training for that fight. It kind of reminds me of, like, I don't know if you guys are fans of Dragon Ball Z you know, or Dragon Ball Super. But, uh, of course, uh, Goku, he, uh, he uh, goes Super Saiyan, and he defeats Frieza in the original Dragon Ball Z. And uh, then, of course, in Dragon Ball Super, uh, Frieza comes back. And uh, the 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 god of god of destruction over there, he's like, "What's wrong with Frieza? You know, he's supposed to be the most most powerful, you know." And then Frieza's like, "Yeah, I should be the most powerful. How come I'm not most powerful?" He's like, "Oh yeah, because I didn't train, right?" So then Frieza starts training, and Frieza becomes Golden Frieza, right? And then he's just as powerful as uh, as uh, blue hair blue hair Goku, you know. And of course, if you've never watched Dragon Ball, you have no fucking idea what I'm talking about right now. But if you do watch Dragon Ball, you have you know exactly what I'm talking about right now, you know. So. Uh, so basically, the main villain in this uh, this anime series, you know, he he was the strongest warrior ever, but he never trained, you know, and then he got defeated. So then he decided to train, and then he becomes super powerful, you know. So I wonder if Ryan Span he's doing that. I'm gonna start calling him Frieza, Ryan Golden Frieza Span. See what you can do, dude. Maybe you can become champion if you actually train, dude. Jesus, start training, become Golden Frieza. Yeah, then of course we had Brad Riddell versus Renato Moicano. Renato Carmel Mocha Macchiato Moicano. That guy's Italian, right? He's got to be Italian, right? Yeah. Renato Carmel Mocha Frappuccino Macchiato Pumpkin Spice. You know, anyway, uh, he, uh, yeah, I wanted to bet on him, but I didn't. I don't know why. Because uh, I should have. I should have, because he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's had some tough fights. Who did he lose to recently? Yeah, he lost to Dos Anjos. That was a good fight, but uh, yeah, he's decent. You know, he's a uh, he's top ten guy. That's where that's where he belongs. You know, anyway, I should have been on him. Oh well, oh well. Maybe next time. Okay, let's go to the main card, man. Now this main card, this is probably one of the best 
every fight was exciting, man. Every fight, yeah, there was no decisions, man. Every fight was great, dude. Every fight was, every fight was fun to watch. Every fight was interesting, you know. One of the best cards in a long time. Because that first fight, Dan, Dan the Prostitute Hooker versus Claudio Puelles, you know. I bet on, Quali- I bet on Claudio because I didn't know anything about him. Maybe I should have done some research because apparently all that guy likes to do is leg locks. That's He doesn't know He doesn't know how to punch. He doesn't know how to wrestle. All he knows how to do is uh, do a leg lock. And that's like his whole thing there. And uh, of course, he, he did an iminare roll, which is like a, a type of sushi. But uh, that's where you like roll on the ground and grab the person's leg. And he did that in the first round, and he grabs Dan Hooker's leg. He almost gets a leg lock, but then Hooker gets out of it, right? And then he just he just keeps trying to do that same that same thing every the whole fight. He's just doing he's just rolling on the ground trying to grab his leg. It's like, hey dude, alright, it kinda worked the first time, but then you did it eight more times and it didn't work. So maybe I don't know, maybe try something else. You know, I guess he did try like punching, but then Dan Hooker's striking is much better, so he just got punched in the face a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know if you guys ever played this game called Soul Calibur, but there's this character called Valdo who like rolls who like rolls around on the ground. And that's that's kinda what remind me of this guy, like Claudio Puelas, he was fighting like Valdo. You know, he was just on the ground. He kept he kept purposely falling on the ground and like trying to kick Dan Hooker in the leg. It's like, hey dude, you can't do that. And eventually the eventually the uh the ref got sick of it and just just gave him a TKO. It's like, hey man, you keep falling on the ground, so uh you're out. Game's over, you lose. Yeah, Dan Hooker had some dirty kicks to his body, man. Oh, oh that was those must have hurt. And of course Frankie Edgar, uh who should have retired. A long time ago, uh, God, that that knee. Oh my God, that he just took that knee to the head, knocked him out. That was brutal, dude. That was brutal. Oh God, Frankie Edgar. Good thing it was his last fight. I should have yeah, I should have retired five fights ago. Oh Jesus. Yeah, anyway, I bet on I bet on Chris Gutierrez as part of my parlay. So. Uh, Yeah, I was glad that going. Okay, and then Justin Poirier, Michael Chandler. Man, I want to fight that one. That was a great fight, man. That first round there. That first round's got to be one of the best. One of the best rounds I've ever seen. You know, Michael Chandler, he just goes berserker mode. Justin Poirier, he's he's almost he's almost out. He, you know, he's he's hitting with these shots, these hard shots. Justin Poirier's out for like a half second. You know, he can barely stand. He's weathering the storm, you know. And Michael Chandler gets he gets a, he he just he just empties the tank, empties the gas tank. You can tell he's gassed, right? He just he just gave everything he got. And Dustin Poirier, he almost got knocked out, man. He he almost got knocked out. It looked very close to being like one. If one more of those strikes could have hit, you know, like that was the thing, Michael Chandler. If he had just like a little bit more accuracy, or like during those, like I, I mean, I guess when he's in the cage there, you know, it must be such an adrenaline dump. You 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 land one punch, and the guy like you know is loses consciousness a little bit, and so you kind of go crazy, try to knock him out again, but like. A lot of his punches that he threw missed, you know? Like, he, he probably hit him, like, three or four times with some clean shots. But there were probably, like, five, six, seven more times that he missed that could have landed if, like, he just took, like, a little, you know, a tenth of a second more time to, like, make them accurate, you know? And, uh, yeah, so he, he didn't knock him out. And then he's all tired. And then you, you can tell he's tired. And then Dustin Poirier is, like, looking at him like, oh, that's all you got? Oh, I'm my gas tank's still full, you know? It's totally like a rope-a-dope moment, like fucking uh, Muhammad Ali there, you know? Muhammad Ali, George Foreman moments, like George Foreman gets punched out, and Muhammad Ali's, oh, like, you're, oh, you're tired, huh? Well, later, bro, take the bus back, you know? Dustin Poirier's like, oh, you got nothing left, huh? You're a little tired, boy, huh? Well, you didn't knock me out. 
time to smash your face. And then Dustin Poirier, he just goes crazy too, man. He's got that superior cardio. He just starts swanging and banging too. And Dustin Poirier, he's he's doing what Michael Chandler should have done is like just take that extra tenth of a second to make sure your your punches land. You know, don't go don't go crazy. He's chased, he's choosing his shots. You know, and holy guacamole, he almost he almost knocked out Michael Chandler too. Michael Chandler there got saved by the bell. You know. He got saved by the bell in that first round there, and then of course in, uh, in the second round, you know, uh, that, that was amazing too. Is that, you know Chandler kind of realized that uh, he didn't have any energy left, so that second round he immediately goes for the tank down. Then he comes, so then, and he 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 he's in that whole second round on top basically, so he wins that second round. So then the third round's coming up. It's like you don't know who's gonna win. I mean, Michael Chandler almost got knocked out, but uh, he he just he just won that second round with wrestling. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen, Dan? What's going to happen, bro? But then it, he was still just way too tired, man. Even in that third round, he was way too tired. So Dustin Poirier was like, well, I got the cardio. I got the cardio. And uh, you're still tired, even though you won that second round. It's clear you're very, very tired. Now. So uh, he just he starts swinging and banging, gets him on the ground again. You know, he's doing the ground and pound. You could tell, like, Michael Chandler, he's trying to fight the submission, but he's just he's just way too tired. He just can't do it, man. He's, he's got nothing left. He's got nothing left, so... De- so Dustin Poirier submits him. Dustin Poirier submits him. Oh, that was a great fight, man. That was one of the best fights I've seen. Such a great fight, man. Yeah, hopefully Michael Chandler will fight someone like Conor McGregor. That'd be a good fight too. You know? I wonder if Conor McGregor, when he comes back, if he wants to fight Dustin Poirier again, or Michael. Either one of those would be would be great, man. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, man. Michael Chandler's fighting dirty too. You guys, you guys see that? Those hits to the back of the head. Yeah, that was okay. You know, it's like the NFL. NFL, they're being really strict about the rules. That's what the that's what the UFC needs to do. Holy guacamole, dude! Like, does Michael Chandler hit Dustin Poirier in the back of the head with a hammer fist like ten times in a row? He hits him five times in a row to the back of the head. These hammer fists, and the, and the ref's like, "Hey, don't do that!" And he looks up at him, and then he just starts doing it. He hits him with five more hammer fists. I mean, that should have been that should have been point deducted right there. I mean, there should be no warning for that. Point deducted, man. Those hammer fists, the back of the head. I mean, holy shit, dude. That's, it's amazing Dustin Poirier didn't get knocked out from that. Taking those hammer fists, the back of the head. And then he had his fingers in his mouth. His fish looking at him. What a dirty, what a little dirty boy. Michael Chandler. You dirty fighter. What a, you're a piece of, you're a piece of crap, dude. Of course, he did, he did adopt two kids. So, like, I guess he's good about that. But what a dirty fight. I guess they, everybody kind of fights a little dirty, you know. Because the UFC doesn't give a shit, man. Breaking rules. Breaking rules. Nobody cares. Yeah, those hits to the back of the head. That should have definitely been point off there. Another thing, too, about the scoring system. You know, of course, I don't really agree with the score. I think more more draws should be given out, you know? More rounds should be given out. Like, if there's no clear winner of a round, it should be 10-10, you know? There's a, lo- there's a lot of rounds like that where there's just no clear winner, but they just give it to someone who landed, like, one more one more kick that didn't really hit, you know? And uh, then, of course, 10-9. But, of course, I, th- I think 10-8, like... Like, Michael Chandler, he got saved by the bell. Like, if there was five more seconds in that first round there, he would have gotten knocked out. I feel like that should be a 10-8 round. Like, if you were about to get knocked out, if you were about to lose, like, to a submission, but the, you got saved by the bell, I feel like that should be a 10-8 round, you know? And, of course, 10-7, in my opinion, is 10-7 should be, like, if the ref should have stopped it but didn't. You know, the ref just let him let him die. That, that should be a 10-7 round, you know? But anyway, that's that's my criteria. Right? They, should, they should give out more 10-10s for... Uh, Rounds with no clear winner, ten nine to the clear winner, ten eight. If uh, if uh, it was a dominant dominant round, or 
if uh, the fighter would have lost, if not for Saved by the Bell. And then 10-7 if the fighter should have lost, but the ref didn't didn't uh, intervene there. That's just my that's just my uh, uh, voting or my my uh, what do you call it judging criteria. I don't think anyone will ever adopt that, you know, because no one cares about me, you know. Anyway, then of course we had Carlos Bazar versus Zhang uh, Weili, and uh, yeah, that was a fun fight too, man. They're all they're all rolling around on the ground there, rolling around doing the wrestling. Just two just just two buff two buff ladies rolling around. If you're into lesbian, if you're into lesbian butch girls rolling around, that's uh, this is definitely you got off on this fight. Holy, holy guacamole, man! Two girls, two girls rolling around. Because Zhang Weili, she just uh, yeah, I mean she's improved a lot. Maybe training with Triple C, yeah, her wrestling looked good, and yeah, I mean uh, she's just so strong, you know, because I guess she's got those great Chinese steroids, you know. So uh, yeah, I thought that fight pretty much went how I how I thought it would go as a dominant performance, Zhang Weili. But uh, yeah, it was a fun fight to watch. You know, just watching him rolling around, trying to trying to get top position. Who's gonna, you know, Carlos Barza? Who's gonna, how about to, how about to do? You know, I guess she probably just couldn't compete with this with the strength, the strength of of Zhang Weili. Now it makes me wonder, like, what's is uh, Rose Namajunas gonna come back? If uh, if they do, if she does come back, I feel like I feel like Zhang Weili uh, has improved so much, and like Rose's head isn't where it needs to be. So uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, Larry. We'll see what happens later. Then, of course, the fight of the night, man. Holy guacamole. I've, I've said guacamole this, uh, holy guacamole a lot of times during this podcast because, God, this card was just so exciting, man. So exciting. Israel Adesanya versus Pereira. See, this is another thing. That first round, Pereira almost got knocked out. He was basically knocked out in that first round. Like, like, like if one more punch would have landed, like if it was only maybe even one second or two seconds left in that first round, Adesanya would have knocked him out. He would have... Knocked him out in the first round. Like, like he was out on his feet. Pereira was out on his feet at the end of that first round there. If there was just one more second left on the clock, I mean, the, the ref would have stepped in and ended it. But uh, yeah, he didn't get the knockout. He didn't get the knockout. And then, uh, yeah, okay. And then, of course, Adesanya, he did some wrestling too. I thought, I, was, uh, I, thought he, I thought he might do that, try to win some rounds with wrestling. Because Pereira's wrestling just looked fucking terrible. He couldn't... Uh, he had he has no jujitsu, no no wrestling at all. So like, if anyone tries to wrestle him, it kind of makes me wonder if they do rematch. I wonder if Adesanya is just going to go straight pure wrestling, just just beat him. He's going to train with Kamaru Jusman. and just uh, do some pure wrestling there, you know. And then yeah, Pereira comes back fifth round. His coach is like, "You're losing, you're losing, Rocky. All right, you got nothing left. This is it. Are you a Brazilian boy or not?" This guy hates your mother, all right? If you lose this fight, this guy's going to punch your mom in the in the cooch. All right, you better go out there, empty the gas tank. And Alex Pereira's like, okay, I'll do that, you know? So some people were saying that maybe he took he took off round three and four. I don't know if he, he took them off, but uh, he might have uh, not tried to empty his gas tank, you know, just like, like Michael Chandler made that mistake. He kind of does that every time, Michael Chandler. He just empties the gas tank first round every time. But uh, I guess Pereira, he uh, you know he he knew this would be a five round fight, and uh, yeah man, he just landed. You know Izzy was backed up against the cage. He landed like this one straight, and then it kind of dazed Izzy a little bit, and then he landed this uppercut. That uppercut, oh man, that's what that's when it really started. That was like the second hit. Then Izzy's trying to get away. He just keeps landing. I mean that's what I'm talking about. Wait that extra tenth of a second. Like Pereira, almost I would say more than fifty percent of those 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 bombs that he threw. He was throwing these bombs, dude. And they were 
so many of them were landing. I would say maybe like at least two thirds of them were landing. It's like goosh, goosh, goosh. And like, yeah, I counted it again. I think he, Adesanya took like eight hits, eight, eight bombs. Guys, it's amazing. He didn't go down sooner, man. That's, that, that's gotta be some concussions, dude. He better, he better take some CBD. He better take, he better just be drinking CBD oil, man. Just drink a gallon of that shit. Cause God, he just took eight bombs to the head. It's amazing. He didn't fall down. That's a good thing. The refs, the, I think, I feel like the ref could have, you know, people are, some people are saying it was an early stoppage. I don't know. I feel like it was kind of a late stoppage, to be honest, because, like, he was out. He was out on his feet. And, uh, yeah, he took a couple a couple more hits to the head. It's like, oh, oh God. But, uh, man, that was a, that was a brutal, that was a brutal ending to see Adesanya get hit like that. Because he, I mean, he just never gets hit. But, uh, oh, boy. Oh, man. That was a that was a brutal knockout, dude. That was a brutal knockout. But I had ten bucks on Pereira, so fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> ten bucks. I won. I only won fourteen because because odds change. I should have won twenty. I should have waited. Oh well. Oh well. Life goes on. Yeah. So anyway, I ended up. Uh, I lost some bets, but I won some bets. So I ended up. Uh, I ended up. Let's see. I bet fifty. I bet fifty and I won twenty. So uh, not too bad. Not too bad. What's that? Forty percent. Forty percent return on investment. 40%, it's a lot better than my stock market gains. Oh, holy guacamole. This is a long podcast, so I've said guacamole a lot. Don't you guys want to eat some guacamole right now? I think I'm going to go buy some avocados right now. You know what? Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.